You are listening to the Backline Podcast. Thanks for tuning in. I'm Trey. This is Tristan. Listening to an episode of the Backline Podcast. So we're going to take you back in time. We're going to take you back. This is our first segment of our new segment presented by Liquid Death. We're not sponsored, but if they want to sponsor us, fucking <laughs> that'd be great. I drink will, liquid yeah. death like crazy. Trey will take the discount. Mm-hmm. So uh, I'm sipping on the lime one right now. It's called Severed Lime. I'm drinking coffee of various mixed brands. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to, I did this with the sub stack as well, but I figured it would be cool to kind of actually talk about them sure. with Tristan instead of me just writing about them. Yeah. So most of, most people don't own it, but it's uh, <clears throat> our demo, I don't know what you want to call it, EP or album, three-song EP, pretty basic. Um, we're going to take you through the songs on that and the process and you know everything about it. Jeez, oh, I think that was, we were 15, we could drive. Yeah. We were 16-ish, um, well, I was at least. Mm. And... uh. Yeah, three songs that were pretty uh, immature. I mean, just way different than you wouldn't think it was us. Yeah, it was way early. Like, it's it's the whole like part of writing music where like you're taking rudiments and really rudimentary riffs and just like jamming it out and writing yeah. a song over it. And my drumming was really simple at the time. Not that it's gotten much more complicated than it is, but. Um, it was we were really new to the writing process. Yeah, it was and recording process. Yeah, and fun fact about this album, it is the only album um, that there's a third member, and pretty much the whole. Nah, he played bass on the album, and that's the only album. Not only there's a third member, there's bass on our other albums, but he actually played uh, the bass for this demo ep um because nowadays tristan or, or i will play the bass lines in the studio and then obviously live i split my signal with a bass uh, right. amp so circling back around yeah this is our first ever release um we were really proud of it right away yeah uh but it's you know looking back on it everybody comes from somewhere yeah but it's uh pretty not what we do now no it's uh, a pretty funny snapshot to look at. Yeah, though. one like, of the songs is a running joke still with uh, some of our other uh, fellow band uh, <clears throat> band members and musicians and mates. Uh, dirt bike, it's called. Oh, yeah. Oh, my goodness. Uh, <laughs> Carter from high school, he loved that song. Oh, yeah, yeah. We, we'll jokingly get requests to play it even now, but some people are like, no, we're serious. Yeah, no... <laughs> it's a very blues rocky riff yeah. uh, with some dirty ass lyrics we thought we were clever um but people knew right away we weren't talking about a dirt bike but so th- the song came about because before the band the reason for mile 134 was tristan and i used to race dirt bikes and when the band started picking up we didn't even have a name yet or a, a legit name yeah we were changing names we were week. had some stupid name that i'm not even gonna talk about yep and uh going to a race and this was the it was the mile marker sign mile one three four we were going to northern wisconsin and that was i'm like that's it fuck it 
We're just going to use it. It stuck. So, yeah. And then, obviously, we wrote a song about dirt bikes because it's like our our life through high school. Um, and I thought it was cool to make it a play on words, I think they call it. Mm-hmm. And you can take it as a dirt bike or a, a female or male, whatever your, talk, whatever your thing is. But, uh, yeah, it's if you think about it in that perspective as a sexual <laughs> it's a very goofy song it's very goofy but the the riffs are stupid but they're kind of catchy yeah still we'll, we'll still be a practice and like in between picking songs and whatnot and you'll just like play the riff and we'll yeah jump it's into it. it's like i jokingly do it because it's a very uh, god i took it off all of our distribution sites because i was because we don't do it anymore and uh oh my dog just entered the studio hey buddy um, cause we don't do it anymore, but people were still listening to it. And I'm like, God, we don't do that shit anymore. Um, so yeah, dirt bike was a funny song. The riff is cool. Still. I think, I mean, it's, it's silly, but it's probably been played by other bands too. Yeah. But, you know, just, just that progression. Yeah. 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 But it's, yeah, it's just a, it's a silly song and I messed it up so bad in the studio and I couldn't get it. And I just finally said, fuck it. Cause, uh, practicing guitar was not something i did a whole lot of no, or right. at least productive practicing um but yeah we'll go on so that was actually the second song off that uh ep let's go to the first one the first one's called i know so that one's like a pop it's like some weird pop hybrid yeah. i don't even know what it's trying to be but it's uh that one gets like caught in my head like the riffage does like i'll just be like doing <laughs> anything and i'll just hear it and be like fuck there it is again it yeah it's just a silly uh, i know these chords to this two chords yeah but it's a b minor with uh nirvana like palm mutes yep. and then it goes to an a yep and that's the freaking song yep. until you get to the chorus and it's actually a smooth song like it's smooth like yeah. it flows but i mean the lyrics are like written by just sounds like some heart struck freaking uh teenager because that's what you were okay (laughs) (laughs) it's just uh they're pretty uh you know different than what we write about now yeah different maturity level different point of view you know that's the cool shit not to get off on a tangent too much that's cool shit about music i mean i i can resonate with dudes who don't write about shit that they're connected to right i can i get it yeah but I don't write music unless I can connect to it. And I think that's cool in the big picture because you can go back and see. Yeah. Like, I look back now and I think, this album's silly. Sinner's silly. Micromanager's silly. You know, it's like, no, that was the time and place. Yeah. That seemed, that's what the frame of mind, you know, that was your perspective at that time. So it literally captured yeah, it's history. a it's part like, of our, you know. Yeah. So it's not silly. It's just, it's, it's cool to see. You know how you've grown no yeah you age right and then yeah. your perspective changes of course so no it's cool um yeah i know it was yeah it's a poppy song and yeah i remember one of our we were up at the a local uh kind of an, a local establishment mm-hmm. that uh bands could go in can go in and practice and we also did like a coaching lesson in there and we played this song, and the guy was like, that's going to be your single. That's going to be your single. And we were jack on it at first, but we realized this isn't the kind of music we want to play. No, yeah. You know, we just kind of played. You know, when we were starting out, 
it was there was no filter on our riffs. It's like that sounds good, and we're gonna yeah. write a song. It, there was no genre definition. Yep, we had no direction on what we actually wanted to play. No, yeah, it's I, like every band has probably gone through that stage yeah. of just like you know just writing just to write because it's like your first song you wrote or whatever, yeah. and it's just. I don't. I'm not articulating very well right now, but it's it's it is a maturity thing. Like yeah. you, just, you start and then you don't you don't filter your riffs. It's just like oh that sounded that's a that's a cool little thing I haven't done before. Yeah. You know. And, well, and now it's the total opposite. We can't write a damn song because we're too picky. Yeah. And it's like you know, 300 riffs and you throw a dart and find yeah. one you don't like, right? It's, yeah. Yeah. But uh, so yeah, I know. Um, and then our last one, I think that's more resonant of what we wanted to do. Yeah. It's a song called New Wave. Yep. And it's your typical 16-year-old outcast song. Right. That's what it's about. Writing a little rock grunge song. Yeah, and it's about not fitting in and, you know, kind of screw everybody else for... It's pretty heavy. Yeah, but it's a total grunge rock song. And I remember yeah. when we were playing it in our parents' basement, because that was our practice space, obviously, because we were 16. Yep. Whatever. And it's literally... Yep. And simple. I remember the dad comes down and goes, That was good. And I'm like, Oh shit. All right. I was just the, you know, kind of a stupid riff. I actually really like the verse riff of that song. Oh, that is I like I like how that verse riff is it's like, very eerie. Yeah, well it's it's more like uh it just it sets the scene very well yeah. compared to the, yeah. the chorus. It's like it's like this like scene. I do like riff. the chorus though too. So yeah, that you know, that is the one song that I've always jokingly. It's so all these songs are in standard tune, which not a problem. That's cool, but now we don't play anything. We don't play anything in standard. We kind of realized earlier on that my voice fits with certain ranges, but also. I, we were under this notion that without a bass player, we needed to go lower. Yeah. Which I think there is some truth to that. To, to that. <laughs> there, to that. There is. Yeah. But like technologically, I, then you get to a point where it, it, you know, that there's probably a fine line that it doesn't matter. Um. But yeah, so we don't play that in standard. But that that whole EP was in standard tuning. Yep. Um And yeah, new wave. <laughs> I like I think of those three songs I like New Wave the most mm-hmm. just cuz it's just I I like uh not no shade on the rest of the songs right uh New Wave was one of the songs where I I was I thought I was really really heavy drummer right I could cuz I can like punctuate that stuff more um that and those riffs get really stuck in my head every now and then like the the verse riff especially yeah it's uh so that was a you know that was a whole experience, just realizing where we were at, uh, the writing style, the everything. Yeah. Uh, even the studio experience. Yeah. We did everything live tracked yep. with three guys. Um, and the best part was our our bass player switched up uh, the bass line to New Wave. He practiced it one way, and then when it was his turn to record, he switched it up, and yeah, it was just a... Uh, a conflict of interest. Yeah. Yep. Just did it to do it. Yep. <laughs> but no, nah, that that song was kind of like the first jump into the pool. You know, you kind of have like a vague idea of how to swim. You can still keep afloat. Um, but the longer you, obviously, the longer you do it, the the more 
refined you get. Oh, yeah. So that's kind of where that that song was the or that album rather was the fir- EP if it's even an album was the first jump into the pool, and that's kind of where that was. That's where it landed. Yeah. So luckily nobody can hear uh, those songs. <laughs> <laughs> nobody can hear them unless you uh, unless you want reach out to us personally because I'm not we're not putting them out there for the public anymore. Um, I can give you secret links to uh, listen to them, which I have done for our Substack, our paid Substack subscribers, because, again, this goes right along. If you go into our story, uh, we talk exactly about, it's called the New Wave Demos is the title of the writing. And then we do a, so that was our free version, and then we do a paid version, which we actually linked these songs so our paid subscribers could hear them. And I actually have one guy approach me the uh, the next day, because the guy I work with is a paid subscriber, and he goes, I like those songs. (laughs) I'm like, yeah, but just enjoy them yourself. Yeah, as they are. (laughs) I think I put a disclaimer in that paid um, Substack too. I said, please do not share with other people. We're embarrassed. Yeah. No. <laughs> so, no, that's that. And like I said, um, this is going to be the first backline episode where we go through our discography. So, next up, we're going to talk about Sinner. Yep. I'm Trey. This is Tristan. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks, everybody. Thank you for listening to the Backline Podcast.